Hello, hello. I'm your host, Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today we are talking with Heather Riggs. So I loved a lot of things that she writes on her website and about what she offers. And basically what got my attention was you have seven seconds to make a first impression. Does anyone really think about that? Seven seconds. And maybe we think we have longer, or maybe we think we have one chance to make that first impression, but wow, that's how fast people might decide whether they're going to maybe make eye contact with you, give you the time of day, acknowledge your presence or what have you. So I want to find out more. So with that, Heather, she's going to tell us, and I'm going to love it, how we and how she will empower women around the world to show up and sell confidently on camera using color psychology and aligned personal style. That's a lot. So let's find out what that all means. So first, (laughs) welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Stephanie, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to talk with you. You Okay. Yeah. We want to hear it. So, but we're going to start with, tell us about you anywhere you want to start. Yeah. Well, I will say I, from the time I was a little girl, I have always loved fashion. You could Mm -hmm. find me playing with paper dolls and fashion plates. And from the time I was a little kid. So (laughs) do you remember? I know I'm dating myself. Oh no. Okay. I I know what they are. Fashion plates. Go on. Yeah. So uh, I always knew I was going to end up working in the fashion industry in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And after I finished college, I was working in personal shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue. And my mom actually had read in a magazine article uh, an interview with an image consultant. And she mm-hmm. called me right away and she was like, Heather, this sounds like the perfect career path for you. And I had never heard of image consulting. And so I, 
as I love to do, take my mom's advice. I looked into it and she was spot on. And as soon as I found out that that was a career option, I knew that it was what I wanted to do. So uh, immediately I enrolled in an image consulting certification program and I really never looked back. I've been so blessed to work with clients over the past 15 years, uh, helping women really curate a closet that they love and understand how to show up and create the best first impression. As you had already mentioned, it's such an important thing that I think we often overlook and don't really consider how important it is, especially in today's era when people are so busy and everyone's scrolling so quickly on social media and on dating apps and, you know, even trying to make friends as an adult or to connect with people in your neighborhood or in your local community or events that you do. Um, It is so important to show up in a way that really accurately reflects who you are on the inside. Because like you said, you know, people really don't take a lot of time to get to know us. And unfortunately, that's just the reality of how Mm -hmm. our world is at this point. So I'm, yeah, happy to do that. So tell me, okay, so first question, again, Mm -hmm. I already got them lined up. If I wanted to become an image consultant, what does that entail? What am I, there's got to be a lot of psychology involved and, I'm sure then there's going to be colors involved and things that make you as the person feel good with the style. And so many of us maybe don't know our style or are just so comfortable being comfortable that when you really want to be like, let's try something, a smaller size, something tighter, something this, something that, that really then shows them in a much different light. Because I think when people are looking in the mirror, you're so used to seeing what you see Mm -hmm. through your eyes, not through someone else's eyes. So big sentence, no question. So here's my question. What does an image consultant do? What does it entail? Absolutely. There's, you know, different directions that you can take with that as in Mm -hmm. most industries. So my focus with my clients is really going through what I call the foundations of style. And as you mentioned, it's really understanding what are your most flattering colors, which silhouettes and proportions are, you know, going to highlight the areas of your body that you really want to show off and celebrate. And how can you downplay uh, what you're a little bit more self-conscious about or kind of want to minimize? And then like you said too, dialing in your signature style so that you are really making more conscious effort to, you know, tell your story accurately through your style. Uh, so incorporating things like your personality and your preferences, your goals and your lifestyle, all of that should really be considered when you go shopping. A lot of times we're just so impulsive to buy something that is trending or that looks really cute or that we think is so pretty without considering how it actually will integrate into your day-to-day life and help you hit those goals through the way that you're showing up. How important is color? Color is my favorite thing. So I will tell you, it is the biggest game changer when it comes to up-leveling your personal style. And really because it does incorporate so much of the psychology as we've talked about. And there's another fun statistic that between 62 and 90% of someone's first impression of you is based on color alone. So that is how powerful color can be. And if you are someone who has an online business and you're looking at how you're doing your personal branding, color says so much about who you are and and creates a whole mood for your potential clients or your audience. You know, even things like going on a first date and knowing what colors are going to be the best for you to wear to really show up confidently and create 
uh, an attractive look or to build trust with someone. There's so much you can do in that area. And I love working with my clients on color because once you know your best colors and you have a a well-curated palette that you're working with, it makes it so much easier to mix and match the pieces that are in your wardrobe when you know everything's going to not only go together well, but also bring out your best. And then it saves you a lot of time and money when you're shopping, when you know which colors look good on you. You're not trying on a million different things, trying to figure it out every time you go out. Mm -hmm. So what do you say if I was to show up and I have a closet and I know people and they, and I know they listen, so I won't mention (laughs) any names, but if I was to open their closet doors, all I see is black. Black on black on black on black. And oh, it's spring. Let me wear black. Oh, it's summer. Let me wear black. So whereas it can be classy at times, a little black dress, absolutely. It always, you know, you can never go wrong with it. How do you start if you don't have the confidence? You're wearing black, black on black for a reason. And there's a lot of times maybe you're lacking in some confidence. So do you start with just maybe introducing color in an accessory or, okay, only wear, you know, let's, let's see what we can put on top versus keep the black pants and maybe a a print black or something like that. How do you, how do you tackle those people first? Yeah. I think my first question to them would be, do you love black because you just genuinely love black Mm -hmm. and that is your Mm -hmm. favorite color and you feel amazing in it and it's the look that you're going for, or is it your default mode? Is it that you feel like it's Mm -hmm. a safe option or you feel like you've heard black is slimming and which is not always true because it's more important, the cuts and silhouettes that you're wearing than the color in that respect. Um, Sometimes it can add extra weight because it is a heavy color and it can be overpowering Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. So I'm not a believer that black is always a safe bet. Um, I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of my clients, I don't even recommend black to them in their personal color palette because it's it really just doesn't do them justice. So it depends on where they are in that spectrum. I like Mm -hmm. to work with where my clients are and meet them there versus, you know, telling them they need to do something. So it's all about helping you cultivate the style that you want to have. And I think that's one of the main differences between working with an image consultant and a personal stylist, because a lot of times stylists are pushing more of trends and a certain... Mm -hmm kind of cookie cutter look on their clients where an image consultant really wants to dig a little bit deeper. So I would start with that question first. Uh, If you love black and you want to start branching out, I think that's a great way to do it. Just bring a little color in with your accessories also because that's a low cost commitment usually. So if you're buying costume jewelry or a, you know, small handbag or something, or just a fun shoe, you're not necessarily buying a whole new wardrobe and a lot of colors Mm -hmm. that are going to stretch you too far outside of your comfort zone. But if you are feeling stuck in a rut and you want to begin expanding, that's a really great way to do it. So let's say you have, again, a closet full of just about every color and maybe you just liked it because it went with this top. Maybe you got it, you know, we are all guilty of, but it was on sale. It was such a bargain. I certainly couldn't leave it in the store. Do I love print pants? Maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe I wear them once. So when you're faced with, here's what I've got, and then how do I learn my palette first? 
Yeah. Well, it's all about shopping with more intention um, Mm -hmm. and purpose behind it. So not necessarily throwing out everything that you own, but beginning to make better informed choices for yourself based on those foundations of style that we talked about, your color, your personal style, and the right fits for your body type. But as far as me putting together a personal color palette for someone, there's really three factors that I like to consider. The first is your personal coloring. And so I'll look closely at your skin tone type, your eye color, your hair color, and just see what inherent colors look best on you based on that. And then also considering your personality and your preferences, Mm -hmm. because as we have said, we want your clothing to reflect who you are and what you prefer and like. So for example, somebody might look really beautiful in bright or pastel colors, but if there's someone that loves black and they have a more serious chic personality, I'm going to gear their palettes somewhere in the middle to, you know, align with what they love and also what's going to make them look their best. So it's, it's, kind of an art and a science to blend all of those pieces together and come up with Mm -hmm. just the right thing for that person. But it is a really collaborative experience in that way. And then from there, once you have that base palette, uh, I recommend that you just start adding colors in based on that or things that look good with that. And ultimately you'll build, you know, you'll begin to curate a closet that's a little bit more centered around the things that are going to look great on you. So what are some classic pieces, be it skinny black jeans or a blazer, or are there any must-haves that are kind of universal for everybody's style, everybody's body type personality? I'm probably going to surprise you with my answer because it's no. (laughs) I don't like to give, I don't like to give any generic wardrobe advice just because so sometimes you'll see those checklists like mm-hmm, every woman mm-hmm. should have a the little white shirt yes, and the yes, white button down mm-hmm. shirt and the I'm boyfriend sorry, jeans yep. yeah mm-hmm. I'm a mom of a very messy three-year-old boy I do not need to be wearing a white button down shirt that is <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's so much more important to consider what are your specific needs and what I would really encourage you and your your listeners to do is you know as you're getting dressed in the morning start to make a list of what pieces you, number one, love the most in your closet. Those Mm -hmm. are going to be your staple items and things that you might want to consider adding more of into your rotation. Uh, Consider what qualities you are most attracted to in your clothes are, you know, is the fit really important to you? Do you love certain fabrics or are you gravitating towards specific colors? Start to think about what you are most drawn to and what you feel the best in. And then the other thing is keep a list of what you feel is missing from your wardrobe. Those are the things that you're going to want to add in versus just generic staples that are, you know, supposedly going to work for everybody. This weekend, I actually, A, I'm much older than you, B, my children are adults. And one of my daughters uh, was looking at some pictures from seven or eight years ago, obviously they were younger. Yes. I, I just remember my reaction of seeing me where I was still probably what I call in my mom phase. And I was just like, huh, interesting, you know, not really thrilled over that. And of course I, you, you go, your eye goes right to you and you're like, what was I thinking on that? Mm-hmm. As you now, you have a mother of a three-year-old. And it's easy for us, and I know I was definitely guilty of it, of 
not even giving myself a second thought because I'm busy raising these kids and, but my kids will look great, but I'll just be comfortable and not put together without a lot of effort. So mm-hmm. is there an easy way for, I'll go, I'm going to go with busy moms, especially when you've got one, you've got however many little humans you're trying to, you know, raise every day, usually nine times out of 10, you got to get out of the house at a certain time to get them somewhere. I'm sure they're all together. (laughs) Right, right. How do you set the tone or how do you set us them up for success as well versus, Mm -hmm. you know, yoga pants seven days a week, which believe me, some people can rock and, but is that if that's their style or how do we, how do you talk to that genre? Yeah. Well, first I want to say that it is 100% relatable. I was there myself, Mm -hmm. I think for, well, my husband and I were married for 10 years before we had our son. So he completely Mm -hmm. rocked our world. And for the first, I would say almost year of his life, we were in survival mode and even being a trained image consultant, I did not really care about my style during that period. So it happens Mm -hmm. to all of us, myself included. So Mm -hmm. I am certainly not on a pedestal as far as this conversation is concerned. And what I did for myself was I got to a point where I was like, okay, I, I really do want to get back into feeling like myself because Mm. it is so easy to lose who you are in motherhood. And Yeah. And it's so important, not only for yourself, but for your kids that you're showing up for you, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are their role model and you want them to know that they matter and you matter. And so even if it's just taking five extra minutes in the morning to like learn a quick makeup routine, just Mm -hmm. to feel a little bit more refreshed and alive before you leave the house. There's so many great tutorials on YouTube. If it's finding a quick hairstyle that suits your style, but doesn't take Mm -hmm. a ton of time to do in the morning. It doesn't have to be an intensive, you know, wake up two hours early to get ready for your day and be exhausted kind of thing, but take small little baby steps just to start giving yourself a few minutes here and there, and then build on as you feel more comfortable and you're starting to enjoy the process of getting ready again, Mm -hmm. again, to really just show up for your family in that way and do it for yourself. You need to take care of yourself in order to take care of everybody else. I think we know that. (laughs) I love love that you're saying that because I think women uh, of my decade and maybe even um, 60s, so even my friends in their 50s, we lost that part and we found it again as the kids got older. So I think it's great that, you know, my daughter is uh, expecting our first grandchild this year. We're very excited. And, you know, it's yes, it's, but I know how easy it can be. And it's just great that you say, just take the time to find you, which we put on that back burner for 18 years, you know, 10 years, whatever it is. So that was, that was music to my ears. Thank you for that. I hope everybody, I hope everybody hears that because it's not, you're right. You know, just what, and it's whatever makes you feel good. It's not full face. We're not going out, you know, you don't have to be glammed up every day to be a mom, but you want to show up in a way that makes you feel confident. Yes. Tackle your day 
with Absolutely. a little bit more ease and style. And even if you are someone who loves wearing yoga pants to do that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. buy the best quality you can afford in a color that you love. There right. are so many options out there. I would just say, don't settle. You know what I mean? Whatever your style is and whatever you want to wear, just make sure that you're buying things that you really love and that make you feel good. So when you are working with a client, do you work on, um, is it, does one come before another? Does style like, okay, well, gee, do you really like wearing t-shirts? Do you like, do you like the way this looked or do you like the collar? Do you like, I, I don't, I like t-shirts, but I'll only do like a V-neck because that makes me feel better that Mm -hmm. I feel I'm a short girl with, you know, just boxy. I can look very boxy if I have something very tight around my neck. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You start with style first and then graduate into color or do they come together? I like to start with everything before I make any recommendations <laughs> because they all, all the really do go hand in hand. It's right. all so important. I actually have a free personal style quiz on my website. So absolutely mm-hmm. anybody can get started with that piece and figure it out. And it's unlike any other style quiz. I know because I took the top like 30 or so <laughs> that are out there and it's really in depth to consider again, all the different facets of your life. So it goes beyond just do like this shoe or that shoe. It's, it's really Mm -hmm. in depth to figure out all of those different components that make up your style. And then I have a full email series that kind of walks you through my four part signature style process to really dial that in. So that is all free. So anyone can, can take that on and really figure out their signature look through that. And then I love to work with clients on designing their custom color palette and that's all personalized. So I don't do, I'm sure you probably remember the color me beautiful era when people would get like Mm -hmm. one of four color options. So everything that I do is fully personalized. So no two clients get the same color palette again, because it's not just what suits your personal coloring, but all the other pieces that we talked about. And then we go through the fit. And then that's when I would be able to begin making some style recommendations based on Mm -hmm. all of those things. Are most of your clients in person or on Zoom? How are we doing this? You know what? Up until the past (laughs) year, they were in person. And I revamped everything to start working with people online. And it's been so fun. I've been able to work with clients all over the world, Africa, the Philippines, England. It's been so cool to be able to take everything to this new digital era. And thank goodness, because with COVID, it's been so hard to, you know, be able to connect with clients in person. And now I can, can serve a lot more people in this way. So I feel like I'm starting all over with my business again, doing this whole new uh, online Anyone that means, you know, you're available for anyone to serve anyone. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I mostly work with um, online female business owners. So women who Mm -hmm. have really that motivation and desire to show up in a certain way and present themselves, you know, to market their businesses, to get clients and, and all of that. So that's typically who's most drawn to me, but I have worked with lots of different types of clients over the years. And so on your website, you said you had some free downloadables and then a newsletter also, or how do they? 
Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because at the end of last year, I was toying with the idea of putting out like a low cost course to cover those Mm -hmm. foundations of style. And then Mm -hmm. moving into this year, I really decided I wanted to focus on my two core offers, which is the personal color palette design and then personal brand styling. So helping my clients to put together looks for photo shoots for their social media and things like that. So I, it kind of left me with, well, I'm not going to do this course, but I have all this information that I want to share. So I've been sending it out as a free uh, weekly email to the people that are on my VIP email list. So that's another amazing resource that you can get. And I'll walk you through those different foundations of style. You can start by taking the free quiz on my website. It's five minutes. So it's a really short thing. And then Mm -hmm. you'll get plugged into my weekly emails to get all the other tips that I have on the pieces that we talked about tonight. So for the business, the online business women that do want to show up as a brand to be branded, uh, if I'm just starting out, am I seeking you out? Am, am, or am I seeking you out if um, I've had a few things up online, maybe I did them myself, but now I'm, I need to up my game a little. Let's Let's really polish this act here. Everybody, a newbie to a veteran that yeah, you it serve? Is- I'm happy to work with you wherever you are in your phase of business. Usually Mm -hmm. people come to me once they are making consistent income in their business and they're ready Mm -hmm. to take it to the next level. They really want to dial in their branding and their look and how they're showing up to get to that next level in their business because it is an investment. And usually when you're starting out, you're kind of just building up the groundwork mm-hmm. and you have a lot more on your plate than necessarily worrying about, you know, the outfit and the colors that you're wearing for your Instagram live. You're just trying to figure out how to do that. So, so it's more of a natural fit as you're progressing through your business. But mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. I think you'd be at a great advantage to start with it early. If it's something that you're interested in, you want to take on for sure. And then how long does one stay with, how long does one stay with you as a consultant? If I was, Semi-established, maybe this year I say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to jump, just jump in and I'm going to go with some weekly Insta lives or, or TikToks, or I want to just have a much bigger presence than the occasional shot of me, which everybody does know that people online want to see you, your face, the name, the the face behind the name that that always gets so much more tra- much more traction much more likes much more engagement so if i want to again um i'm going to do some lives here's my plan is it we'll come up with the game plan and and here's my palette here's maybe a month's worth of ideas of or just different styles what am i going to receive Yeah. So with the personal color palette, that's a one-off service. So I would Mm -hmm. design the palette for you and give you all the resources, which explain the color psychology behind Mm -hmm. how to wear the colors, which pieces to look for in the different colors, because it's not all the same walking you through all of that. That's a one-off thing that you can do and then keep that for life. So those Mm -hmm. resources will really be applicable for as long as you don't do any drastic changes to your hair color, for example. And I do like to visit my clients' colors every decade or so because our colors do soften with age. So it is a good thing mm-hmm. to revisit, but 
you won't have to worry about that for quite some time. And then with the personal brand styling package, again, it's kind of designed to be one-off. So we would go through a signature style session. So kind of walking through more in-depth version of the personal style quiz and talking it out and going through to make sure that we're really clear on what your style is and how that lines up with your business goals as well. That's another Mm -hmm. key piece with that. And then of course, doing the personal color palette creating a personal brand palette. So we would condense that into a few colors that you would want to use for your marketing assets and your social media feed to create a nice cohesive look for you based again on what is flattering to you, but also what aligns with the vision for your business and the clients that you want to attract. And then we would do a fit consultation to go through your proportions and your silhouettes and which prints are most flattering for you. So again, that's all information that once you have, you can use forever on your own. And then we would do three to five looks for a brand photo shoot, or if you have Mm -hmm. a live event, we could do it for that. And then really just as often as you would want more styling, we would schedule those as the time goes on. But it's it's more of like a one-time commitment for mm-hmm. those initial mm-hmm. startup things. Color psychology. Yeah. How important is it? I know that I wear a lot of red. I, I know I look good in red. More importantly, I feel very powerful mm-hmm. in red and I will wear it very intently. Yeah. Are there specific colors that are like that? For sure. Obviously, red is one of those that is so powerful. It's persuasive. Mm -hmm. It's very romantic. I do typically warn my clients, I I don't love to recommend red for if you're giving a presentation or if you're on Mm -hmm. camera for a significant length of time, because it can be a tiring color for someone to Mm -hmm. look at. So if you're up on a stage, I would advise staying away from red because you're going to wear out your audience with that prominent of a color, okay. no matter mm-hmm. what version it is too, even if it's like more of like a cinnamon or a rose red, it is mm-hmm. just a, a powerful and a little bit more draining color for an audience. So psychologically mm-hmm. speaking, that's the only time I would encourage you to stay away from red. Okay. Um, but otherwise, you know, if you do want to show up and look really dramatic and eye-catching and persuasive, that's a great option to go with. Did you have a question about like other colors specifically? I want to know other colors too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is one of my favorite tips to tell people. Usually recommend that my clients wear their eye color, no matter what it is, whether it's brown, green, blue, your eye color helps you to look a lot more trustworthy in person, on camera. It just psychologically makes you look approachable, trustworthy. It also is great for helping maintain good eye contact with someone because if you're Mm -hmm. wearing your eye color close to your face, either in a top, a scarf, necklace, it helps people to connect back to your eyes. So they just naturally gravitate back to your eyes. So it's fantastic if you're going on a job interview or a first date or somewhere that you really want to have good communication with someone. That's Mm -hmm. such a powerful color to wear also to build that trust and rapport with someone. I love that. Okay. And not that anyone can see because we only, we're not doing video yet in 2022. We will. However, uh, yes. What is she wearing? She's wearing, she has brown eyes. And I, uh, the minute you said that, I'm like, huh, look at you. Look at you. Okay. (laughs) I get it. I got, I got all of that. That makes so much sense. Yeah. But yet I think I'm like, oh, and I will tell you, I don't think I have I brown eyes. I don't think I have one brown thing in my closet. 
Brown can be a really hard color to find in stores. Mm-hmm. And my clients mm-hmm. were so happy this year because deep chocolate brown that, was a right. huge color for the fall. Mm-hmm. And I said, go mm-hmm. buy everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is so true. That is. All right. Uh, let's hear some more tips. I want to hear some other colors that, that and, and the power behind them or the reason we yeah. would wear them. Absolutely. Well, another thing I can tell you is your blush color um, mm. or your best pink, which is not the same for everyone. So it might be again, more of like a corally pink or mm-hmm. a, a rose pink, um, depending on whether your skin tone is more warm, neutral or cool. Um, but in general, your blush color pink is statistically shown to be one of the most attractive colors that you can wear. Um, and that's true for both men and women. They did studies and found that men and women were attracted to the opposite sex when they were wearing that pink color. I don't know if you remember, I don't know, it was probably a decade or so ago when all the guys were wearing pink shirts and mm-hmm. that yep. was one of the reasons I why love, I love a guy be, in a pink shirt. Yeah. Absolutely. Pink and yeah. the floral color. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Women are also attracted to men when they wear blue as well. Mm-hmm. But for women, I, I love recommending your blush color pink when you want to show up looking your most attractive, your most feminine. Again, mm. that's another color that makes you look really approachable. So it's great for a first date or date night, anytime that you want to feel extra feminine and, and romantic. Okay. Prints versus solids. Does it matter? I think it depends on your personal style. Some people Mm -hmm. love prints and some people don't. So I would never force anyone to wear a print if it's not your favorite. I know for myself, typically I get tired of prints more quickly than a solid, but I like having Mm -hmm. some options for that in my wardrobe, just because you can play off the different colors in a print and create different looks, I think more easily than with a solid piece when you have a print to go with. So it's definitely like a fun way to add some variety into your wardrobe if if that's Mm -hmm. your thing. Um, And for prints, I think it's important to, of course, consider your best colors, but also another tip I can share with you when it comes to prints is matching the inherent pattern and scale of your facial features in your prints uh, to create the most cohesive look in your outfit. So if you have more rounded features, you might want to go with softer rounded prints. Um, Otherwise, it'll just create a little bit more contrast and dissonance, Mm. but it really depends on what look you're going for. But you can really apply a lot of generic art principles when you're getting dressed as well. And one of those things would be repeating the patterns that are in your facial features. Okay. Whoever would have thought I certainly, I I'm like, cause now I'm like staring at your face. Like, huh? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never so- thought of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just goes on and on. All right. So you have some good tidbits. What else? Give me, give me like your top three of, all right, listeners, 2022 it's it's they say it's a very energetic year this is you know it's full of unknown but hopefully good unknowns and how do we set ourselves up for some success maybe we're ready for a change maybe we've been stuck at home zooming and that's okay or maybe we're returning back to the workforce and now what we've been so comfortable for so long so hit us with Three things you can do for yourself, look toward whatever you got. Absolutely. Well, I think one of the best things you can always do when you're entering a new season of your life, or if you feel like you're coming out of a style rut or trying to work your way Mm -hmm. out of a style rut is to 
not necessarily run out and buy all the new things because that may just add to the problem of having more of what you don't want, right? When we mm-hmm. all feel like we have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. So Correct. I, I would recommend just put yourself on a, a temporary freeze for you know a week or two and really explore what you already have in your closet. I have a really great um, closet audit flowchart that I can give you the link to as well. So people mm-hmm. can check that out. And it, it walks them through questions to ask as they're going through the pieces in their wardrobe to figure out if those things are going to work for this new phase of their life or not. Or maybe it's time to replace that with something better. So they'll go through those three foundational elements and uh, uncover specific questions to see what they have and what's currently working and and what they might want to bring in for this new season. So that's the first thing is just really start with what you have Mm -hmm. um, before you run out. And that way you'll really know what the gaps are in your wardrobe and you can start making uh, more conscious decisions about what you're bringing in to fill in your closet. So I like to think of it as, think about if you were going to the grocery store and you go when you're starving and you don't have a grocery (laughs) list of what you need. (laughs) Yes, we know. Go on. So if you are feeling really desperate to bring new clothes into your closet, but you're going without a plan and you're just desperately trying to fill in with new pretty things, you're going to just exacerbate the problem that you already have. So it's, it's really just doing what's counterintuitive and taking a step back to reel it in and figure out what you need to, to make a kind of a a list that you can go when you're shopping and say, you know, for the past week, I've really wished I had a pair of black booties to wear with, you know, this Mm. skirt and that dress and those skinny jeans. And, and then, you know, that's something you really need to prioritize when you're going to go out shopping. Mm, That's such a good, I, I, that's, I love that because yeah, as opposed to, I want the quick fix. Let me go shop. Let me go buy something. That'll make me feel better. I have no room to put it in my overflowing closet that I have nothing to wear. Yeah. And it does make us feel better. That's why it's so hard to resist that urge because there is something about shopping and buying something new that makes you feel so good for a moment. And then, mm-hmm. you, you know, a month later realize, well, I've worn this five times and I'm over it and I need more things. Then you're just in this vicious cycle. So it's, it's really breaking that and starting a new path of, of making really conscious, wise decisions so mm-hmm. that you can begin cultivating a closet that you love all the pieces in and feel really great in. How often should one, I like the word audit or thin down call, uh, how often should you reassess what you have? Well, if you do it seasonally, it helps you keep up with it over time. So it's not such a big job. So I, I recommend that you revisit every fall and every spring as you're transitioning your wardrobe into the new season. That's the best case scenario. If you haven't done it in a long time, just start now because it, it does make it a lot easier as you're going through and you're not doing an entire wardrobe every season. And then you can also keep a better pulse on what did I actually wear over this past mm. year? Yeah, Barring yeah. that COVID changed everyone's lifestyles in a big way. So I've been giving my clients some grace there. If, if you haven't mm-hmm. been doing some of the things that you hope to get back to, you may want to hold on to pieces. Whereas I would normally say, if you didn't wear it the year before, it's very unlikely that you're going to wear it this year. Bless it on to the others. Right. And then, so mm-hmm. because style is not just the clothes that you wear a little quick 
quick question. And how important is good undergarments as far as bras that are sized to your shape and fit you correctly and how that could make or break a look? Yes. Oh my goodness. It's critical. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I will admit there was a time in my life Mm -hmm. where I had like 30 some cocktail dresses and I didn't have a properly fitting bra. And I realized Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. Again, it's maybe not as fun to go shopping for undergarments all the time, but it is so essential to creating a look that makes you look and feel your best. It's laying that solid foundation, having things that are hiking up or, mm-hmm. you know, getting right. it really does. It and makes creating such a, a difference. Nice smooth yep. line as well mm-hmm. in your clothing. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be distracted by what you have going on underneath. So make, making sure that things are fitting you properly, that they're not showing under your clothing, all of that. So I definitely recommend going for a bra fitting if you haven't been in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because, you know, our bodies do change over time. So it's not just that it's forget it. (laughs) At least one good bra, you should have two, but it's worth the investment. And Mm -hmm. when you actually like wear the right size and and they're just numbers, they're numbers and letters and who cares. And once you get it, you it it really makes a noticeable difference. Yes. And that's the, that's a great, I'm really glad that you brought this up too, because we talked about it a little bit earlier with the, the moms and the yoga Mm -hmm. pants, but Mm -hmm. I think it's so important. If you are someone who cares about style and the way that you're showing up, Mm -hmm. make sure that you're paying attention to every area of your closet, even pajamas. I encourage Mm -hmm. my clients, even if you are the only person seeing you buy things that you still really love and enjoy putting on, if you're getting dressed, it's worth taking the extra step to invest in things that you love when you can. So definitely consider all the different categories of your closet. And if you are frustrated with where you are, just start today. It's a, it's a process. So be Mm -hmm. patient with yourself. And as you're adding new things, just set the bar a little bit higher for yourself. It will go a long way. I love, love, love that. So where can everybody find you? Yeah. So my website is herstylellc.com and that's where you can take the free personal style quiz. I believe the link for the flow chart, I might have to just, is it okay if I send that to you and you can put oh, it? Oh, absolutely. In It'll notes. be in show notes. If, it's, okay. if you don't see it on the thing, we, we have plenty of time. We will include that in the show notes. Absolutely. Okay. I wasn't expecting to talk about that one today. So I think it's, that's okay. I think it might just be flow chart or, or closet audit. Um, Whatever it is, it'll be where they can grab that. And then I'm also on Instagram a lot at Heather Riggs style. And that is where we'll be looking for you and, and following you. And thank you so much. So let's close out with what advice do you have for, for us? You know, again, 2022 is, it's just, it could, it, I think it's going to be a freaking goddamn fantastic year for people to look forward to what should they take away? Yeah. I think the most important thing is that you feel confident and Mm. that you understand that confidence starts within you. So no dress or designer handbag is going to ever give you the confidence that you need just bring it from within you. You already have what you need. Yes. Mm 
So you have the power to feel, to show up and feel confident and put your best foot forward right now, no matter the state of your closet, it really does start from within you. So I think, I hope to leave people with that empowering message that, um, you don't need to go out and spend a ton of money on a whole new wardrobe to look and feel your best this year. Just choose to step into your best Mm. self and just show up and, and bring your light into your environment. And I love your, your mindset of this is going to be the best year ever. Just let your personality also shine through in how you show up. That's, that's always the most important thing. A smile goes a long way and just, you know, putting yourself out there is always the first step and the most important one. Love, love, love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. Stephanie, thanks for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) This was fun. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening. And um, all in the show notes, will everything that Heather talked about, yes, we will have linked. I promise. Comments, comments, comments. I know we're going to have them. Joyfoundhere.com is the website. Always thank you for listening. Wherever you're going to hear us, wherever you listen to your pods, it's on. we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeart, you name it. Find us, follow us, rate, review. Love to hear it. I love the feedback and I really, really appreciate the support. And thank you as always and be well. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.